This is the Inspiration Science Podcast, your guiding podcast on evolving your own science and life to holistically thrive. We believe there is no general way of living and healing, but your universal way. You succeed the highest when you do you. On this podcast, we'll dive into deep conversations on mental health and aligning purpose to business for enlightening harmony in life. I'm your host, Osin June. Welcome everyone to the Inspiration Science Podcast. I'm so excited to welcome today's guest on my show. It's Bobby Del Rio. He is an actor screenwriter in Hollywood and he's also the host of The Daily Drop where he has talks on recent innovations. He talks about Web3, the blockchain technology as well as with crypto and their goal is to raise more awareness in the space. We'll talk about barriers, about new things that is upcoming and and also, he has so much experience in the entertainment industry, doing a lot of different things from producing, screenwriting, hosting his own things. And I'm really honored to have you here on, Bobby. And I think there's so many topics we can flow on. And one of the intentions, the insights we're going to get is his journey, his lessons, how he manifests his dreams and made his Hollywood dreams come true and so much more. So thank you so much for coming, Bobby. How are you doing today? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm good. Uh, we did a photo shoot um, for my show last night. So a few of the hosts, um, we just, the studio where I usually do the show turns it into sort of like a, I don't know, like a photo studio. The photos look really good. So yeah, feeling good. Amazing. And in terms of like your whole journey, you know, as an entrepreneur, as a producer, like what's the thing that really inspired you to go into entertainment in first place that led you to, you know, be now a show host of the Daily Drop and all the things? Where did it initially start? Yeah, uh, I mean, I kind of always just been an actor, like even as a child, like my earliest memories, you know, six years old, eight years old was being the lead in class plays like I was always asked to be the public speaker or to sort of like you know read the document aloud to the class I was just mm-hmm. I don't know always did I never really thought about it okay nice and like you you mentioned also like the American dream I feel like many people have this dream to break in Hollywood through and they talk about that. And now you actually did it. So you had a dream. You've made it come true. How how do you feel? Like, was it very different than your expectations back then? Or is it even better? Like, what's your right. view on that? It, so it's also funny because I'm Canadian, right? So <laughs> to oh, have the Hollywood nice. from Canada, is, it's sort of a weird thing, right? Um, so I think it was like, it kind of took 20 five years and then it be, was like the simplest thing ever right it was so anticlimactic in a way um but it's funny because for me having been in the film and television industry for so long um you know a minimum of 25 years right um, and i've been being paid to act in theater for 30 years right so it's wow. been a really But I'm in Canada, right? So I never, I'd never even visited Los Angeles. But for whatever reason, two years ago, I, I wrote it down as like a New Year's resolution. I was like, this is the year I break into Hollywood. It was such a weird thing. I'm in a completely different country. Um, You know, like there's American productions that shoot here, but it's pretty, it's a kind of a different thing. It's really almost like a mindset. Mm -hmm. 
then a month into that year, I joined Clubhouse. And then it within two months of me joining Clubhouse, I had a Hollywood agent. It was just like, the, it, it was like, I just was ready to embrace my destiny. Um, and then now it's like, I have so many friends in Hollywood. I've been offered multiple picture deals and, um, I like I could I just have I have a career there I have, I have friends there I have a team there I just have you know even my show although right now we're just showing it in um, Canada mm -hmm. nationally um, it's an American company right so I'm hired again by an American company mm -hmm. so we're building out um, a blockchain network for the United States. Wow, that's massive. But, you know, I, I saw that as well, that, you know, your clubhouse, you literally blew it away, like, like, in a, like, within a short time during COVID, you went all in, you made those connections happen. And it's crazy, because, you know, I'm also in Switzerland, and it's pretty like distance. And I, I'm like, so much connected in with plugging with people from America, with, you know, people from Hollywood and things. And it's also the area where I'm tapping more into it as well. So would you say that, you know, the fact that you have people who pay you, you have like the connection, was it specifically through Clubhouse as well? Or, you know, how did this all things happen for you from a distance, basically? Yeah, I mean, look, so Clubhouse, I mean, look, I've had a career again, it was like 20, 25 years before Clubhouse, right? But mm -hmm. it was in Canada. So I will say anything that I've done um, that's significant in the United States or beyond, because I also have opportunities mm -hmm. UK and Australia and Hong Kong, like all around the world now, right? Mm -hmm. um, but Clubhouse was definitely the starting point for me to create a sort of international profile. Um, mm -hmm. And to be honest, like now my international profile may be bigger than my Canadian profile. Because um, mm -hmm. my I, I just had like a thousand people on my Instagram. It went up to like 7,500 people in a year. And pretty much everybody is like American or international, right? Mm -hmm. Like my whole work, my whole, I don't know, you want to call it fan or people who support me. Um, they're all outside of Canada. And mm -hmm. I had people outside of Canada, but what I'm doing, it's like improbable. It's It's been pretty wild, but definitely it's like Clubhouse has been the starting point. Um, mm -hmm. I did get my job because I took an acting class um with uh, a man who now is now my my boss jeff um mm -hmm. but that wouldn't have happened if i didn't go to clubhouse and then start working in finance and start working in crypto and blockchain and web3 to have the qualifications to do the job that i'm doing so Wow, that makes sense. And it's it's true, you know, and only as we look back, all the dots kind of connect, it just starts to make sense um, as well. And, you know, that, that was actually the next question, you know, like, why crypto? Why Web3? What's the thing that fascinates you most about these topics? Um, so what gave me, um, I guess a pretty big profile on Clubhouse in the Hollywood space is that I did a room called International Film Financing because um, I was from Canada and I was meeting all these Americans and people around the world. And I was like, you know, let's do a room on international film financing and we'll mm -hmm. learn about ways to raise money for movies all around the world. Right. And then I did that. And then through that, um, I ended up building the most powerful um, finance network in film on the app in the world. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I just learned so much, right? Because it's like I'm talking to world experts on the subject. And we ran that room for about a year. Mm-hmm. And I host. So I learned so much about like finance and economics and working in different countries that it sort of led to me being attached as an advisor in the finance space to different countries around the world, because it's like now I, I basically know all these people with money. I kind of know how the different uh, mm-hmm. jurisdictions work. So it kind of just logically led to people being like, well, you're kind of already knowledgeable and connected in finance. Why don't you just come work in finance? And I was like, all right, like on the side, um, and then, you know, anybody working in finance, if you don't understand blockchain technology and Web3 and crypto, you're not going to have a job for very long. Like this is the future of finance. So I just naturally started learning about this sort of new technology. Uh, and then by the time uh, I was asked to host this show, I was already I was being I was going to be a guest speaker at a conference in Hollywood speaking for like executives at the biggest studios in the world. And I was basically an expert on um, Web3 and crypto. And and so then I just got a TV show. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, congrats on all of the success. It's amazing. And I think to, you know, to get to the success, it required you to take a lot of bold moves as well, to have a lot of trust in the process. You know, what's one of the things that was scary in terms of the steps that you took, but you did it and you were bold and now it paid off. You have an example of that? Oh, definitely. So, um, and again, Clubhouse was really interesting for me because I, I learned many, many different lessons that I presume um, will go with me the rest of my life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was you have to go all in when, you, when you're ready, right? So mm-hmm. I've been an actor for, for decades in Canada and, um, you know, I've had a pretty good career, right? So I've always been rep by the best agents, uh, I've worked for the biggest companies. I've done all the things, right? So Clubhouse was really interesting because I never had access directly to Hollywood decision makers to Clubhouse. But at the same time, um, so for people of color, right, like Asian people, black people, all these different people, we're, we're starting to get more opportunities to work. And it happened during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It's very funny because all these opportunities come up at the exact same time that I was starting to blow up on Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. And I was starting to get very busy auditioning, but I was also so busy on Clubhouse. And so a bold move I made, which I don't think a lot of people would have made, is I stopped auditioning to focus on Clubhouse full time at the height of, of job opportunities for actors, for people who aren't white. Right. Which is I was well positioned to maybe get a lot of jobs. Right. But for me, I just thought. But on Clubhouse, I have access internationally. I have access to Hollywood. I have access to decision makers. I have access even beyond Hollywood, beyond the United States, right? And Mm -hmm. so I was like, I think it's a bigger opportunity on Clubhouse if I focus on this for the next year, maybe, because I also sensed that it wouldn't be there forever, Mm -hmm. right? Because I was like, we're all in the pandemic. We're all trapped all these major movers and shakers are stuck at home. We're all on this app. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity for networking. Yeah. And paid off. And now clubhouse has really, really died. So if you tried to do that strategy now, it wouldn't work. I did it when all the people were there at the height of its popularity. 
Yeah, no, that's really great, you know, to recognize this um, power, the opportunity and go all in, like definitely like pays off. And I think, you know, again, the right connection, the right opportunity just takes one and it can change your whole life and the course of your destiny as well. And, you know, throughout your journey, um, what would you say is, you know, one of the biggest challenges that you have overcome and what keeps you always going no matter what? Um. I'll answer the second part first. Um, I just, I have like never ending ambition, right? I just can't be stopped. Like, I'm like, if you throw a rock on me, like I'll, I'll find a way to get a chisel and chisel my th way through the rock. And then if you throw a, you throw me in a tornado, I'll find a way to develop wings and fly out the top. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I can't be stopped. Right. And I, I've just been around for too long. And I have too many survival strategies and I'm not afraid. I will do anything to get where I need to go. Um, in terms of challenges, mm -hmm. I, I think I've, I've, I experience new challenges every day, right? Um, and I don't just mean that in a generic way. Like, I just think the world is so complicated. The technology changes. I, like, I, you know, I'm 45 years old. I've never seen a world that, every single day changes so quickly you never know what's going to happen and so yeah even though i've you know sort of succeeded a lot um there's always new challenges that present themselves and there seem to be more and more of them every day right so i think all you can really do is is be at the top of your confidence and your skill level know that new challenges are going to come don't be arrogant and think that you don't have to work as hard as you can to get where you need to go, mm -hmm. but you enjoy solving problems and meeting challenges. The world is fun. I mean, I love, I just love solving problems and, you know, anything that comes my way. I love, I love finding a new way to sort of win. That's amazing mindset. I think it's so important to have great leadership skills, good people skills to stay humble and to do all of that as well to succeed. And I feel the people, you know, who really succeed high, I feel they almost have like a purpose and mission they almost cry and die for. It's not even an option. It's like they just walk through that. And, you know, in terms of like the whole thing, when it comes to the crypto space and money space, like what's your view on that? Because you mentioned like that's the future and there's so many controversial talks around it among entrepreneurs. What is your view when it comes to the future of money? I, I mean, I guess I'm, you know, I'm pretty deep in this space. So I guess mm -hmm. I have an access, I have access to information maybe others don't have or, or just they don't focus on. I don't know. But I think it's very obvious that um, it's the future of finance. And I, I don't even think it's like in the far distant, you know, future. Like I think like in a year, three years, I mean, it, the rail's already there. If you look at mm -hmm. every major corporation, every major bank, every major government, every major investor, anybody who, you know, is sort of in the finance space in a significant way is already using blockchain technology or mm -hmm. tends to or is well positioned and aligned with like the top people in the world for it to run the financial rails of the entire space. Right. So mm -hmm. I just think people aren't paying attention. I mean, even like, like I think Forbes, like two days ago, there was um an article a very good one that they wrote about uh here are 
50 of the biggest companies in the world and how they're using blockchain technology. It's not just are they, it's like how they're using and all the supply chain issues that it solves, right? And like the speed of transactions. I think JP Morgan did a big uh, decentralized finance test for transaction, I don't know, millions of dollars, billions of dollars, you know, an ungodly sum of money that would take three days they did in like 15 minutes you know it's mm. it's the amount we're about to experience an economy of unprecedented speed and volume and the people who aren't paying attention which i think is most people are going to be shocked mm. how things are going to change you throw an ai there look at chat gpt and how much people are freaking out about that okay well what happens when you combine those technologies i mean we're we're going to experience a financial infrastructure that you you know, it's going to, it's going to feel like the Jetsons or something. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think it's, it's an important point as well, that the world is evolving so insanely fast. I feel the people who adapt fast, learn fast, they do win, they spot the right things. They, you know, we always have the trendsetters, the people who kind of lead on and the rest of the crowd that kind of follows. And the ones who are pretty late bloomers who just kind of follow along because they have no other choice to adapt. So in terms of like the whole changes and things, you know, we also mentioned like earlier in the conversations um, with all the dreams you have, like the manifestation, the belief as well. Is there a specific way on how you manifest things or what is your, uh, you know, experience when it comes to manifestations? So um, I'm divorced. And after my divorce, it was very difficult for me emotionally. I took an acting class that really did change my life. I did it for four and a half years. Um, in that class, really about it was Meisner right it was like breaking down your emotional walls and then really like being more intuitive and instead of like thinking your way through life you feel your way through life so my sense of like intuition and instinct uh emotional impulse is very 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 strong and that's what guides all my decisions um it, it almost feels like a superpower and I don't mean that in an arrogant way. It's just so many people, I don't really know why, but um, are thinking their way through all of their decision-making uh, processes where I don't do that at all. For me, I just feel it. Like For me, even if it's like everybody hates somebody, I don't listen to what everybody says. I, I go like, mm, what do I, does that feel right to me? Maybe mm -hmm. I should give this. And I've done that many times. Like I will take a very unpopular point of view or I'll be friends with somebody that everybody hates or I'll hate somebody that everybody loves or whatever because it just doesn't feel right or it feels right, right? And so because I have a really strong sense uh, um, of in in intuition and instinct, um, mm -hmm. to me, it's always obvious what I should do, right? I always, yeah. I always know the people that feel right. I always know the opportunities that feel right. It's not always like, what's the most money? It's not always, oh, that would be the smart thing. Oh, that's on trend. Mm -hmm. I don't care about any of those things. There's nothing intellectual happening. Like, you know, I'm a pretty smart person. Like I read a lot of things, but the way that I navigate myself through life is not through my brain, it's through my heart. Wow, that's so deep and profound. And I can totally relate, you know, like I'm a very like 
deep person that's why everything for me is has kind of controversial things like in the things that goes deep in the essence of the truth and I also feel like many people do talk about the logical things about the mind but not about the heart intelligence about our gut which is our third thing and then the intuition you know it's like when you walk into a room and you just know people and you just like them for no reason and I did have some conversation with other filmmakers and producers, and I asked them the question, what's the thing that makes you really choose that actor and actress? And some of the people in Hollywood said it's at 1% you cannot explain. You know, there are people that have all the acting skills and the things, but sometimes the intuition, the charisma, the energy, the love, and the things you don't see, it's like that what matters so much and makes the people shine as well. And I'm curious to know, as an actor, you got a lot of different skill set with, you know, putting your emotional walls down to ground yourself into a certain situation. How did that skill help you in business as well or in any other areas in life? Oh, I, I mean, it's funny because, look, I studied economics briefly. My first year mm -hmm. was at the University of Toronto, one of the best schools in Canada. And I was, you know, economics, calculus, accounting, all these things, right? Um, and then I and then I I left and I became an actor and I you know had a great career and then Clubhouse and then I started working finance as I said because of the connections and knowledge that I built through Clubhouse but I never really worked in finance and so now all of a sudden like like literally I'm in meetings where we're negotiating one hundred million dollar deals right mm -hmm. which is crazy because I'm like an actor right I'm like what's happening but what's funny is that I met all these people. It's very similar, actually, in a way to film, because at the end of the day, you're really just dealing with people mm -hmm. and people are people it doesn't really matter what you do. It's like you're a person. I'm a person. It doesn't it doesn't matter what your job is. You're dealing with other human beings. Um, but I will say. Probably because as you, you know, sort of like astutely pointed out, um, my ability to sort of like read and modulate emotions mm -hmm. um, and to even lead from an emotional place as opposed to an intellectual place is such an advantage in business because very few people do that. Very few people are sharpening that skill. And I think very few people are even identifying that skill. And so I, I build relationships very quickly and I can mm -hmm. figure out if somebody's lying or not very fast, right? Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, for the business especially finance where it's like if you're wrong there's so much money that you can lose right but if you're right you can make so much money right so but for me it's all about relationships trust instinct and knowing that this person is who they say they are this person's going to come mm -hmm. through this person is loyal is like my whole um entry point to business again is not intellectual it's emotional it's like i I read people mm -hmm. very well. It's it's like I know who the people are that you can rely on and the people who unfortunately will destroy respect. And that's my yeah. best skill. And I love that. That's that's such a power, you know, like um to have this intuition activated. And I feel that in this century, alongside with disrupting like technologies and things, emotional intelligence, storytelling, world-class leadership, 
um like it's going to be one of the top things and i feel many people they just kind of operate from especially guys you know like the way guys or women run their business is very different and talk about this masculine feminine energy is sometimes just get these things done, get your shit together, just go, go, go and take the action. And then a lot of, you know, the feminine energy is like, you know, turn your intuition on, activate it, trust, allow, receive, be, and you got to have kind of both of that. And in in your way, like, what's what's something that has helped you to regulate both of these emotions in terms of, I would say, being a visionary and very artistic, but yet be practical enough and get things done? Like, how do you do that? Because I feel a lot of people who are multi-passionate and especially artistic, they struggle with too many directions. They're kind of all over the place. Um, and they're like too flowy, too intuitive. And then in that sense, they don't have the kind of the structure or the hyper focus to really move forward. And how do you balance that in terms of, you know, like to move your projects forward? So look, in a way I got lucky, I think with the divorce, which sounds crazy, but because mm. before, you know, I was an actor and stuff. Like I obviously I can, I can feel things as a job, but in terms of my life, I was very like, you know, the sort of full male, non-emotional, you know, goal oriented also like type a just just like do 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 kind of person mm -hmm. this instant wishing thing i i don't know what the hell that is and then i got divorced it was so hard emotionally that i had no choice but to like learn because i i needed to heal but then mm -hmm. i did that four and a half years and then i did tony robbins and i did landmark and i did all these other things that mm -hmm. were really about uh growing right self-growth mm -hmm. um self-healing mm -hmm. and so i spent my whole life as the sort of goal-oriented dude um which i still have it didn't go away but that's that's skill is very sharp in me right like it's very easy for me to just go and do things and be aggressive energy 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 right mm -hmm. um Whereas, and, you know, maybe that's the masculine side, maybe the feminine side is more emotional, you know, and again, it's, it's so politically incorrect to say anything is feminine or masculine, <laughs> say, sure, um, but, sure. but those energies, right, the, there's mm -hmm. the sort of like, um, that focused aggression, but then you need the sort of emotional, I don't know, healing or intuitive or spiritual, mm -hmm. whatever. You're right, they have to work together. Mm -hmm. But I, I really spent many years focusing almost only that emotional part of me they work together seamlessly now right mm -hmm. because anything i want to do i have the skills to do it very fast but i always go hold on i check in with myself right i'm like yeah this is person do i trust this person? I'll, I'll i'll do another thing i did on clubhouse i learned so much from clubhouse that a lot of people i don't think did do is I was give I was offered many 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 opportunities right away, right? So, like, let me buy your screenplay, let me put you in this, let me do like, let me be your manager in Hollywood, let me like anything you can imagine. I had all mm -hmm. these things, right? And I turned everybody down for mm -hmm. a year, and the reason I did it is that I didn't know who to trust, and I was kind of overwhelmed because it's like the world is offering me everything. What do I even want? So I needed to stay grounded. And I needed to listen to myself and I needed to figure out who, who do I trust? Whose energy do I want to be around? Who's pulling me in? It was very, it was like, mm -hmm. again, 
question said, it was that it was that balance between achieving the goals, but feeling what's the right way to do this. Yeah, no, that's so beautifully said. And I think it's it's important, especially in the entertainment industry. I've got actually a, a little bit of similar, like um, an experience that happened like two years ago. Um, that's a whole story. I actually accidentally auditioned and I got actually into LA. And back then I turned it down because I was into university because my friends signed me up for, um, you know, like music and for acting things. And then I just accidentally happened to be. And another thing happened that I got an offer and it was an exclusive management contract. And I mm. almost signed that until someone said, don't do this thing. Like you're selling your soul almost to this company or this agency because the way they do it, like you have to always share this part of percentage of your revenue for the next five years. You're tied down to that. And I think many people, you know, selling the Hollywood dreams and American dream, it just sounds so amazing. But it's like every time you want to jump, it's like, hold on, like, how do I feel? Can I really trust a person? I think it's kind of the difference of saying powerfully yes to the right opportunities, but also saying powerfully no, if that doesn't align. And I feel the more you grow in terms of your influence, the fame and everything you do is, of course, more opportunities comes, but also the filter must go up and must be upgraded. So in your case, how do you filter those things? Well, like, do you have any baseline values or stuff that helps you to kind of determine yes or no apart from your intuition? You like really figure a lot of things out. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> questions are, are really sharp. Like you're, I can see that um, you're going to be very successful. sounds like you already are very successful. But I think you're going to be incredibly successful in life. Thank you so much. Well, I'm still on my way. I've, I've I did had a lot of growth as well in the last one and a half years, especially. But um, I think it's just a start for so many things. So thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, it's I mean, it's obvious to me, right? Um, hmm. I think so. One of the unfortunate things about, I don't know, let's call it popularity. Um, I have all these people tell me I'm famous, which I, I don't think I am, but maybe in certain ways, but, um, mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter. Right. Like what matters is about like impact, right. And the lessons and, uh, challenges I will say, um, as my popularity has increased, the number of people trying to manipulate me has increased. Um, every day there are people trying to take advantage of me. Uh, sometimes every hour. Wow, sometimes. that's very yeah. It doesn't stop. It's ev it's every day for sure. It's usually multiple times a day, and on busy days, like like you know, like I had a a national news appearance recently, which um you know it's not like millions of people, but it was like five thousand five hundred people for five minute thing. Like a lot of people saw it, and all, like it just it's just you know I, as I start to do things that get popular. Um, in different ways, it attracts a lot of attention, mm -hmm. but a lot negative, right? Because there's a lot of people who are jealous. There's a lot of people who want to harness it for their own reasons. There's a lot of people who want to manipulate me. There's a lot of people who want to lie to me. There's a lot of people who, all of a sudden, no, you haven't talked to me for 20 years. Now you want to hang out and be my friend. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. there's a lot of that. So my circle was very, 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 very small and getting smaller. And there's definitely um, a direct causal relationship between um you know the more successful i become and the smaller my circle gets because mm -hmm. it, it has to because now 
me trusting the wrong person can be devastating, right? Some of the access that I have to celebrities or, you know, billionaires or, mm-hmm. you know, you name it, right? It's in my show, I interview the best people in the world and crypto and blockchain every single week. And it's the guests get better every week. Like, so there's always people who are trying to get in, but you have to be very careful because, again, if you trust the wrong person, and now as you get more high profile, like look at people like Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian had one Instagram post and she promoted the wrong project the wrong way and got fined $1.3 million by the SEC, right? Mm-hmm. Like Tom um, Brady and you know Kevin O'Leary and all these people trusted FTX and yeah. they were branded. And now they're being, they're in a class action lawsuit and their their reputations took a hit. And so for me, like, I just think it's imperative to sustain a career at the highest levels of business um, to make that circle of trust smaller. And unfortunately, you have to test those people. And when they fail, they fail and they're out of the circle. Beep. Yeah. No, but it's true. Like, it's got to be really strict on that. I think over the past months, one thing I've changed also in my life was really to reflect very intentionally, like, how, like with whom do I spend most of my time like virtually online but also like in person how do they affect me financially mentally spiritually like on all levels and then as you go like we sometimes outgrow those people and it's like either like you cut them off if they annoy or just like give bullshit to you have to cut them off no matter family friends or you have to set the boundaries different um or you know you have to find new friends and people as well um in terms of relationship that raises and you know like one thing along the side I think that people who are wildly successful and they have all these highs I think it's also because they could um, hold these downs and I always say like it's like you have a lot of advantage because when you think you have such a disadvantage it's like such a gift the way you see it um, and flip it so was what was one of the things that you've learned throughout your darkest time in life that you are actually right now really blessed that it somewhat happened for you oh yeah I mean these are great questions um I was very depressed um, after my divorce mm-hmm. and I was just so low and I, I, I there were just like years of just darkness and I could never see the sun, you know? And I remember there was one class I did, there was very intense emotional work that we did and kind of came through the other side and I saw like the sunshine for the first time. It was just the most beautiful thing. And it was so unexpected because I'd been living in, darkness and rain for three three and a half years and then it was like i saw the sun for the first time it's a very very powerful experience and now i look back to all the things that i've done since and i'm like man like when you are at the bottom Mm -hmm. and you do not believe that things can get better you do not believe that you will ever see the sun again um just know that it's always there i love the sun. that yeah. 
It's, it's always there, but I like it. You know, I had this one thing and it actually reminds me of this conversation of, I feel in life, you can like put things almost in a very simple way, such as it's either separation or it's either unified. It's like with people and all things like that. And if you see like other people, all the things, all the goals is one thing. It's like, you're already there on the frequency of being millionaire, billionaire or whatever you desire. It's just the energetic match. If you are there that unifies and the power of the presence, you know, I always say, like, when I'm speaking to you um, right now, it's like, you're the most valuable person to me in the world. And when you own that, it's like, you you just cannot have anything else but love to give and love always wins ultimately as well. So thank you so much for sharing, you know, giving insights on your journey and all the wisdom. Um, also, like, lastly speaking, what is something that you would share to, you know, like people just starting out in the entertainment space, um, young entrepreneurs, 20 in their 20s or 30s or anyone else just starting out? Um, pursue dreams, pursue happiness and forget all the distractions. It doesn't matter how many followers you have. It doesn't matter how popular you are doesn't matter who your friends are, it doesn't matter how many celebrities you know, it doesn't matter if you are a celebrity, it doesn't matter how much money you make, all those, those things don't matter. They don't matter at all. Once you have them, I pretty much have all those things. doesn't matter. There's just details. Mm -hmm. The things you will remember and the things you will be most grateful for are the things that you love the most, right? Is the things that touch those secret parts of your heart that nobody knows but you and when you pursue those things and you do everything for the right reasons and you know when th you're not doing it for the right reasons when you are in your power positive collaborative community focused all passion every every moment is a victory Wow, that's such a beautiful way to put. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, for all the listeners and people, where can people best connect with you? And is there a way, you know, also like for your show, The Daily Drop, what are the type of guests that you are looking for in terms of speakers? Um, Because I, I know a network, you know, for crypto and enthusiasts and people as well. Um, Yeah, if you could share a bit more. Yeah, so um, look, the easiest thing, if people are interested in, I don't know, me, is just go to Instagram at Bobby Del Rio, just my name. I'm on Twitter at, at Bobman. Um, I don't know. I'm on LinkedIn. <laughs> you know, yeah, just like I saw it. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. And look, in terms of um, interviews and stuff, like, I mean, we're, we're becoming pretty popular. So it's now like a four to six week wait at a minimum. Um, we're working, you know, the best crypto PR firm in the world and we we can pretty much get anyone we want at this point mm -hmm. um so look anyone who's sort of like a world expert with a really powerful story I'm always interested mm -hmm. um but yeah like I'm just trying to like do the things that feel right and just align with the people who feel right and I didn't know you but I don't know it's just the way you presented yourself you just seem very like positive and efficient and i was like you know what i'm just gonna do a podcast i don't know let's see what happens well very grateful thank you so much yeah that was the question i asked what made you to say yes but yeah what made you say yes was it just like the energy and things i'm just curious it's just it's just yeah <laughs> like it's just you know <laughs> that you know and i think for me especially like as i really do have access to kind of anything at this point 
Mm-hmm. Life is simple, you know, like even like you can have anything, but what do you really want? Like, oh, I, I just feel like ice cream. All right. Get it. Make it make it true. Yeah. Doesn't you don't need I don't know. Some people think we need like a pet tiger and a Lamborghini or something. You know, like what do you, what is it that you need to be happy? That's all you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true. Well, thank you so much. That was very inspiring um and a conversation. And I'm gonna tag your social below for everyone else tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. Let us know what your main key takeaway was and what inspired you in this podcast episode with Poppy. And give him also a follow, reach out to him if you are in crypto expert world class and if you have a powerful story. Um, stories always change so many people's lives so it's great to have the courage to reach out um, to try you never know the worst thing is a no as well so thank you so much Bobby as well for your time and I'm so honored that you went um, that you came on today well thank you for having me Okay, beautiful souls, thank you so much for taking time out of your day life to untangle wisdom and abundance on all levels. If you feel connection to this audio experience, share it with your friends. Follow us on Instagram, Your Universal Way, and my personal Instagram, Ossinjun, O-C-C-I-N-J-U-N. And always remember, there is no right or wrong way, just your universal way. See you next time.